Welcome to Wednesday Comics. You are listening to Wednesday Comics, brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com, Rainbow Comics, Cards, and Collectibles, and WednesdayComics.com. Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, we have Mr. Keaton himself, Alex. Hello, everyone. And across me, we have the man in black, Garrett. Sure. Hey. Hey, if you listen to your brother and read The Dark Tower, you would know who that means. You mean that movie that got like 19%? I'm the books. (laughs) I read that first book. Did you? Yes, I read, I, I read The Gunslinger, and Corey's been trying to get me, Guess Old Swan, has been trying to get me to read that book for years. I got one word. Eh, that's not even a word. You didn't that's, like that's it? not a word. It wasn't, it was all over the place. Gunslinger. Gunslinger, the first one. Like, I was expecting, like, one of the best books I've ever read. It was, like, a chore to finish it. Uh, I was, well, don't read the rest of it, then, because, like, I think that's, that's it's, I don't think it's the best one. My favorite. I is still actually, want to give it a chance. My favorite actually is the second book, but um, I want to find I like where you guys one. get your Jones for this first book. So that's read why I need to read the second one. Probably I heard it gets destroyed by the third one, but I'm like, man, that's a big commitment. Yeah, I mean, it, the second one I like it really a lot. So read the second one. I was, we're not talking about Doctor Tower today. That was just your nickname, and I am Marvin, the Bell Ringer. I can't find this. Email. Uh, today, okay. I just I went on Wednesday Comics six oh five so my bad. Uh, today we're gonna talk about uh, once again uh, Wednesday Comics six oh five at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. Also on Twitter at Wednesday Comics, or uh, can call into our uh, voicemail. Oh, I don't have my phone, so I can't. I don't know what the number is. Six oh five two one five eighteen forty nine. I believe if not, that'll be cut out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if you're in the show, it's correct. So go ahead and call it. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play on the show. If you have questions, leave a voicemail and we'll play on the show. And we'll answer you right in the show. But today, during free talk, well, I have a, you put it on the wrong email, dummy. <laughs> what you put it on? Okay, never mind. We'll talk about it later. That's behind the scenes. No, it says you copied the email and pasted, but it's on our other profile. I didn't copy and paste it in the email. No. Oh, my gosh. I'll explain anyway. to you later. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Uh, we got a listener email today from Travis and uh, about something we talked about last week. Oh, just kidding. It's not that email. I'm sorry. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm getting confused on so, this thing. I got it right here. Okay. Okay. You just fucking do it. I told. Here's what happened for people who are confused what's going on now. I asked one of these two to read it because I <laughs> suck at like reading out loud. And so I was in school. You know, when they go around, they go, it's my I'll be like, fuck shit. Here we go. <laughs> and you see me sometimes when I like say shit like I say the wrong word. That's because I go too fast. My brain's already five words yeah. ahead. Don't worry. My brain's pretty slow, so it's fine. I'll read this slowly and, uh, hey, what the fuck? I just give you this. Yeah, so I could just read it. <laughs> why why, why do we do that the whole fucking time? <laughs> oh See, I can't even figure out how to give him the <laughs> iPad. So, Alex, read the email and then we'll respond to this. This is in response. Can we read the whole thing? Um, Holy shit, that's going to take like an hour to read. That's not that long. Just the first up to. Through the DC? Right there. Uh, this is the whole this is this was about last week's free talk about uh, why aren't more people reading God books? So I'm gonna go. Okay, so from Travis, he says, "Listen to the show this morning, and you guys were talking movies and comic sales. Just thought I would chime in a bit. Marvel, as you said, ten years no. 
Sorry, Travis, sorry. As you said, 10 years know of Marvel movies where most of them have been a hit. Each movie that comes out seems to make more than the previous movie. One would think that the comic sales would be booming. But let's say you're the average Joe. You save Iron Man and the Avengers in the theater and decided you wanted more, so you researched the source material. Here you come to find out that all the characters you enjoyed in the movie are not in the comics. As Garrett said, Cap is Hydra, <laughs> Hulk is dead, Thor is a woman, etc., etc. That's a turnoff right there. Oh, of course. Now we know what makes you tick. <laughs> oh, my God. But maybe you are still interested, so you do a little more research. Oh, this Marvel comic is $5. To most people, that's a lot of money for a comic book. Then you read the reviews. Art sucks. Story sucks. Oh, this is an event tie-in. What's an event? What? Sorry. What's an event in comics? Oh, looks like Marvel has an event every month that constantly changes the Marvel Universe and the characters you know. Exaggeration, of course. If you were the average Joe, I'd be turned off as well. At that point, most people are either no longer interested or discover they can get a full story in a trade that would be far cheaper than buying individual issues. So that was the Marvel. For what, so let's stop right there for a second. Mm-hmm. Just, so the Marvel part of it was he was saying that the reason why, because like last week I brought up, I was like, these fucking movies are killing it. Like mm-hmm. these movies are like every year, like, oh, who made, made the most money? It was like this superhero movie, and it's mostly Marvel. And I was like, why in the fuck are, like, the comics should be like fly off the fucking shelves. Right. And they're not. And Travis brings up a good point. Like, if you wanted to go read, like, right here, let's say, like, this. Like, this should be, like, this is probably the most um, out there, like, for like, like promoting this a lot. Secret Empire number nine, for people who are uh, just listening. Uh, we look at the cover. You got Black Panther on here, but I guess he's not really in his story. I guess maybe if you, but you really don't know about Black Panther that much for the comics, so maybe if you want to know more about him, this really, he's just in this. Uh, Winter Soldier's in this, but he was dead a second ago. Now he's back, and you're kind of like, what's going on? I'm not sure. And if you started from issue one, like you said, I think last week, you're like, Caps Hydra? Well, like, what's going on here? So it's like very different. So you're right. Like when somebody comes from the movies and they're like, oh, yeah, I want to read some Captain America. And they go to the shop uh, and they find a comic book, Captain America, and they're like, wait a second. Captain America kills Black Widow? <laughs> Or it's that, but maybe they don't start there. Maybe they even yeah. like see Captain America. The book is now called Captain America. Sam Wilson's like, oh, Sam Wilson's Captain America. Where's Steve Rogers? And they find Steve Rogers, and they go, "What's this Hydra? Like, what's going on here?" Or even like, right, if you were to go to the comic book shop right now and you like those Thor movies, like when Thor Ragnarok, maybe by then they'll change it. But you're seeing Mighty Thor, and you're like, "Oh, what's this?" Who's just from cover alone? Like we know it's Jane Foster, but from cover alone, you just know it's a lady, and you're like. Oh, I want to read Odin's son. You look and you're like, well, he's not in anything right now. So, yeah, you would be confused. And I think that's, and what we said last week was, there's already confusion going into it. And I know you had this before you started getting comics. You're like, what do you, where do you start at? Like, I don't know where to start. A lot of people, that's people's like main thing. Like, where do we start? Whenever somebody um, asks about comics, they say, uh, where do I start? Right? Right. So, if that is the, first issue and then they walk in and then they're getting confused to go okay i've seen the movies i think i know where to start now i think i know what i want to read i want to read captain america oh wait a second he's hydra confusion again so already they're already stopping right. i think maybe travis is right i think and i think we talked about last week and you talked about mm. it that's like probably the number one reason 
It drives me nuts that, I mean, there may be like Kevin Feige and Axel Alonso, whoever the head is of Marvel Comics, like got in a huge fight. Because like, how are they not making together? What's his name? Uh, or is it Joe Quesada? I don't know who the head no, is. Quesada is not, the editor-in-chief is Axel Alonso. I think okay. Quesada is uh, the um, PR head of operations. Or something okay. Okay. How are they not beating the shit out no, of the comic There's somebody who's in, who's actually the uh, owner of Marvel. I'm not the owner, but oh. the CEO. It, Paltier, I think. It's something with yeah. the P. I forget what his name is always. I think He's the, almost like hidden. I think the positive thing, though, that I would say for Marvel, at least with this idea of taking books to a different different character, whether it be Sam Wilson or Jane Foster, they've at least stuck with that choice. They haven't, you know, twittered off to something else. Well, wishy-washy, they basically flirt that the actual heroes in the book, but never happens. I, I mean, I, I agree, but at least they're still letting Cap- or letting Sam Wilson be captain. It's not, oh, everyone hated Sam Wilson being captain. We'll, we'll bring Steven right out, you know, three issues in. It's kind of like when I expected the Steve Wilson, or Steve Wilson, ooh, Steve Rogers Hydra. I thought it was going to be like a three-issue thing. No, it's been forever yeah it's been a long ass time almost as long as this show i think we talked about it one of the first episodes so but for marvel being so conscious of new readers for them to not only screw that up like they screw up their continuity also well not that they i don't think i think actually think a lot of moviegoers will want to read a sam wilson book but when they go and and they see that he's cap already like i think you were just saying it's just then they get confused again i think it's just that confusion right. like when you're trying to teach somebody new, they don't want to see, okay, you taught me this already. And then they look at it and they go, wait, this is different. That's not what you told me. Well, that's what it's enticing. Like, you see those movies and you go to the comic shop and you're like, oh, that golden age has passed. Like, that's not here anymore. Like, yeah, you're I can't right. read those stories. Those stories are from a different age. Yeah. Like, now they're moved on from that. Right. So, it's just bad time. I mean, not that they like need to stay in that age, but I guess they realize, like, what they're doing up now is going back to that. Yeah. And I think they realize it's like, oh, it's hard to try to appeal to the mainstream with a certain uh, time of comics, and then you've moved on already, and then you're like, oh, and people come, and they're like, what happened? I don't know what happened. Um, I was going to say something, I forgot. Oh, I'm going to just read the next part. Maybe I'll remember. Okay, so our next part is DC. I've enjoyed each of the DC... Uh, movies that have come out since man of steel apparently i'm the minority the dc movies have been uh too doom and gloom for most people basically new 52 except wonder woman and that has turned people off here's hoping justice league pulls a rebirth for the dceu those that are interested are still turned off by the comics price yeah comics price and how many issues you would need to get the full story that's the end of dc yeah so i think uh, what he's saying is that for him, uh, DC was something he's like, oh, I can re- go back in this and rebirth. So, and he started getting into it, but he used, like, Travis used to read comics, he said, in, in there before, and he came back into it. So, like, for him, it's easy to be like, oh, okay, I get that. I get comics. I used to get comics, and, like, this is a good way for me to jump back in. However, I think, like, at the end there, he said, I think trades is an easier way to go. For somebody brand new when they see a rebirth, I think for them, they're thinking trades. Like, the monthly concept is still very foreign to people. And I don't think the market at all helps explain like how that works. You have to go into the shop and ask somebody. And in this day and age, like going somewhere and asking somebody like 
that face-to-face uh, customer service. I don't think really, not that it doesn't exist, is that people don't really want to do it. Like when you want to order pizza, like you order a fucking app. Maybe not you, You're, but do you order on the app or you call? No, I still call. Yeah, see, I've, I haven't called a pizza place in fucking like 12 years yeah. or however long those apps have been out. 10 years, maybe. We'll say 10. Like I order on the app. If, if Literally, if a place that I want to eat does not have a way for me to order without talking to somebody, I don't order from them anymore. And I've talked to people about this because I was like, am I weird or is this how the world is now? And every single person like, yeah, I don't call. And there's no way. You're a fucking robot. (laughs) Do you call people? I will call sometimes. Like my my Chinese restaurant I regular. That's different though. That they don't that's different though, because they don't have any apps. It's not like you could there's one you can Well, you could there whatever that go pick up your food for you. They do that. Pizza. Have you called pizza a pizza place? No, I usually use the app, to be honest. When you're a Jimmy John's app or you call somebody? App. Yeah. So if there's an app, you're going to do it. Chinese is different. I've, I'll agree with the Chinese. I do call for Chinese, but it's like literally I want Chinese mm-hmm. and there's no apps for, for any Chinese that's restaurants. True. So like I have to. That is that the exception to the rule. But like anywhere else, um, I don't call. Like uh, there was a pizza place. I forgot what it was. No. Yeah. There was a pizza. There's a pizza place in town. It's a local place. And I was like, oh, God, I want to have that kind of I want to have that pizza. So I went, Toppers? On, I went on their website. I don't want to say. No. I went on their website and I looked for a way to do it. And they're like, call us. And I was like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so I found something else to eat. <laughs> There's other pizza options that have an app. I'm going to use the app. So I just think that um, people don't want to go into a comic shop and, be, and act like they don't know what's going on. Right. They don't want to go in there and be like, they want to go. A lot of people like to do research before they get into something, especially in this day and age. And so they want to go in there and be like, okay, I know what I want. A lot of, not everybody but most people want to go in there and be like okay i know what i want they don't want to be like hey can you tell me how this works and i think very rarely you see that like if you even go to a store a lot of times uh we used to work at a retail store out uh so we're used to people coming asking us stuff but most of the time they would just walk by you mm-hmm. and you ask them hey do you need help no i'm just looking when they actually are looking for something but they don't want to ask because like people i don't ask people like even though i'm looking for something i go in the store they go oh, do you need help finding something no i'm okay and I go, I'm pretty sure I know where it is. And I'll walk around until like, unless I absolutely need it, I'll walk around for like a long time and be like, where is it at? And like, I guess they don't got it. <laughs> Even though I could ask somebody. But I don't think I'm in the majority. I mean, the minority. I think a lot of people would rather go into a comic shop and know what's going on rather than be like, hey, I don't know how this system works. Like, how does this work? I think as a specialty place, as a comic book shop, yeah. it's more awkward to be that person who doesn't know. As a, a guest who goes to other retail places, I'm less nervous asking, "Hey, where do I find um, car oil, automotive oil?" That's what. But I've I've never never asked. I said we worked there, so you know, not that specific location, but like when I go to stores now, now I know. Hey, I just ask them. Like, doesn't. But I'm just saying, as a as a comic book store is a a specialty item that it is weird and it's almost awkward to go in. Or um, my cousin and I used to play Yu Gi Oh. It's weird to go into a place going, "Hey." do you sell individual Yu-Gi-Oh cards? And where, if you do, where do I go for those? Well, I have them right here. So then when you feel stupid, once they tell you, that's oh, by the mean. way, they're right yes, here. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about second-rate Pokemon? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Original-rate Yu-Gi-Oh. But it took me a, like... Magic the Gathering is number one. For instance, like me, Definitely. I was getting comics for a long time, and I didn't even look to see, hey, is there someone local? I was just like, I'll just do it online. And I, I think, and I was doing trades too. And, but I think just trades are just easier, and they're cheaper. So if yeah. so, people like if they see that solution and they're like, I'll just do that. If especially if you're new, 
Uh, you can read his next paragraph, actually. Well, I don't know if you want me to read yeah. it because you're yeah, talking about trades. It's about trades, yeah. So, <clears throat> so the last paragraph is, uh, trades are much more appealing to people who want instant gratification after watching the movies. I think it'd be interest. I think it'd be interesting to see trade sales after movies have come out. I know when I got back into comics, I was getting trades only for the longest time. It was just cheaper than getting individual issues that take up less space, and you don't have to wear, you don't have to board and bag them. It was only then, only when Rebirth started that I felt I needed to know what was going on and had to get each issue. Of course, I get that. <clears throat> it becomes a serious investment to go to Rainbow each week by buying numerous issues, read them, beg and board them, then box them. A lot of work. Wait, hang on. Sorry. A lot more work than a trade paperback. And I feel most people might be ups- offset. Jesus Christ. By the uh, by, that maybe I should have read this. Maybe you should have because I, for some reason, I'm having a hard time getting through some of these words. <clears throat> Sorry, he only went second grade and jumped. Of course, mm. of course, I got kicked out. <laughs> okay, anyway, a lot more work than a trade paperback, and I feel most people might be offset by the by that unless they have that collector mentality to them. I have friends who used to read a bunch of comics comic books back in the nineties. And they have said that they would like to get back into them, but they just can't afford them, especially with having a family. So I think a lot, of, like a lot, is tra- like what you were talking about. Like they go to those movies, and the movies are about a different time. You can go and get those trades. Like you seriously can it's go. It's not relevant anymore. It's I know, not but exciting. for nobody new, I don't think nobody new cares. For them, it's new. For them, it's exciting. It's the first time yeah, they're reading that. You story. go online, you see everybody else's opinion on a story that you've read. It's just it's not the same. But for some people like myself, I don't know what everyone's reaction was to a book, and I still read old. You stuff. You went back and read Dark Knight Returns. Are you saying that you wouldn't have read it because you're like, oh, that's old? No, what I'm saying, but I I read weekly comics. You know, I read com. I read. See, I read. Hard to say some I stuff. read comics every week. So to think about how everything evolves. It is relevant when there's new things versus old things. Like, yeah, I have read Dark Knight Returns, but that was maybe like the first two years of my, you know. Yeah, we're, but we're talking about people. I know. I'm just, I know we're talking about new people. I get that. But, like, I went back after I started doing monthly comics because they were, like, I talked to you guys and was like, oh, what's one of the best trades ever? Like, oh, you should read this, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was word to mouth more so than me going back I started with new comics. No one's ever going to start with... I mean, they could. I started with trades. You started with trades? Yeah. Dark Knight Returns, Watchmen, Year One. That's what you did first? Okay. That, I guess, well, I guess for me, that's, story, I, I'm that's in the, the same boat with him because yeah. that's the like the gifts he would give me were uh, Year One, Birthright. The first actual graphic novel I ever read or trade paperback was Civil War. Yeah. So it's all I just think of people been. when they sit like in a Marvel movie, they're like, I want to go read comics, you know. Yeah, but you know, but for you, them, it's traits. But once you see that movie, stuff, you yeah. saw Civil War, the movie. Now you're like, oh, I want to read the book and see. And then because think oh, about it. If point. you don't, if you're not into comics, uh, you've been to a bookstore and you've been to a bookstore and you've seen that be like, oh, those are comic books over there. And so for them, that's that's comic books. It's those traits. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of mainstream people, when you say, hey, do you read comics? They're like, oh, yeah. They're, or like, they go, hey, I want to get into comics. What trade should I get? I see it all the time on the internet. People are like, hey, what's some good stories? And then people recommend trades. the World Wide Web. <laughs> yeah, WWW. Because <laughs> um, actually, last week I was talking about, I was like, who do you know who reads comics? Like, there's nobody I can meet that says, hey, uh, like Mighty Thor came out last week. There's only you guys and Corey. Now Corey doesn't read it. But like you guys and some people who are friends of the show or fans of the show, I could ask and be like, hey, you read Mighty Thor? And there's a pretty good chance, yes. But... Like, other than that, like, if I went to work, 
I was like, I can't ask anybody there. Hey, you guys read Mighty Thor? Nobody knows. However, I did uh, remember when I, after the show, there are a couple of people there that read trades. And I see everyone, so I go by their desk and they're like, they're reading, uh, you know, Batman uh, Rebirth Value 1. I see them reading like stuff. So they're like reading that stuff, but they're just reading it in trades. Well, I've got a, I've got a, a coworker who is a, not an old man, but he's far older than me. He used to read comic books, used to get them, and now he gets trades. And it's yeah. not that he even buys them. He just goes to the library and reads them. And then tells me spoilers, the books I haven't read yet. <laughs> so I was looking at, um, I would have to figure out how this market works. Because it's very a unique uh, kind of system for comics because it goes, goes through Diamond. I don't know if all trades go through Diamond, though. That's my question. Because Travis asked, I mean, him talked a little bit after he sent that email, um, and he wanted to see the sales numbers for trades. If it was more, oh, he even sent in the email if, after a movie if it goes up or not. I looked at the number one trade that came out in uh, July. You know what it was? It was an image comic. You want to guess? One guess. Sorry, Saga. No, Black one emerged. No. It was Monstrous. Oh, yeah, that's right. The number one comic more. in July. Um... Like just like five weeks ago. Whoa! Accidental bell hit. Uh, what? Like I mean, just last month, July. Just July. In okay. July, this one sold at least her diamond was the number one selling mm-hmm. trade. Uh, it sold, but it only sold like seven thousand. Number one. I mean, if you stake money wise, that's uh, what ten bucks. So it's like yeah. you know, it's what is it seventy thousand for them? Um, so it. I mean, it's pretty good, but. I, I don't know if like so does I don't know if Barnes and Noble gets it through Diamond you know what I mean or Amazon do or they get directly from like Image or something like that. I don't know how that works so those numbers might be not reflective of the actual amount mm-hmm. so I would have to see if Amazon knows because I guarantee you people mostly get traced through Amazon Barnes and Noble things like that mm-hmm. because when you go to a comic book shop they're so tied to that monthly system that's the, the stuff they make room for and then. Their trades are usually way smaller than their actual comic book section. And I think that actually that hurts them a little bit, especially when you focus on monthly things. Because I said, I think a lot of new people, like, they're looking for their trades. And that's why when we, uh, our local shop has, everyone's well, it's a 50% off sale. And what is, like, destroyed after that is those trades. Because I think people, and a lot of new people, we've been on that line before, but they're like, hey, can you recommend some new things? And they pick up tons of trades. And they're like, hey, what, what would you recommend? And then they get trades. They don't get go and get comic books or find those because they're like, oh, I could get this comic book that has the whole story and get it for, let's say, it was 100 bucks, but now it's on sale. It's 50 bucks. Or I could go find the issues, and it's probably going to be way more than that. Yeah. And they won't be able to find it, like every single issue. And I think just that, just like Travis said, that collector mentality, they don't have it. They just want to read the story. Yeah. Kind of like pop over here. But it, but it <laughs> makes sense is that the instant gratification, you don't have to wait for every issue to come out like we do on a monthly ba- or a monthly or weekly basis. Yeah. You get to read a whole compact story. I've heard from a lot of people that are like, why would you read that way? And that's why binge TV is like so popular, popular nowadays. Now. People are like, I just want to binge the whole thing. I don't want to wait. Uh, people don't like waiting week to week anymore. So I think it made that like the market has changed, but I don't think comp- like TV caught up. You got like Netflix and all these people are like just releasing everything at once. Um, but I don't think comic books have got up. Like, I think there's still like that old mentality being like, we're going to do monthly comics. Like you, we, we talked about a couple of times, quarterly comics. Yeah. Funny. Why that's not? how the industry started as quarterly. It was never monthly. Like bring it out quarterly. You have a whole story per arc. Make it like 10 bucks. Yeah. I would do that. You get a quarterly Batman book and then that could be something that, you know, eases somebody new into that mentality of going to the comic book shop and picking up those issues. Cause they're like, Oh, I just have to pick up this and it's the story. And it comes out, I mean, the once every four, uh, three months might be a little 
when's it coming out? Yeah. You would have to be like, oh, it comes out on the first Wednesday of the third month or something like that. But yeah, but the nice thing is they do make apps for that, like that Comic Geeks we use. Sure. Yeah. It tells you what's coming out. Well, hypothetically, what's coming out this week. Sometimes it's wrong. But imagine that. Like we have a show and people have to check a website to be like, oh, what's coming out this week? What comic book? No. Rather than me just going to be like, like the movies, they're never like uh, most of the time. But if I want to go see a movie, it's not like, oh, shit, this was delayed. I can't go see it this Friday. <laughs> no, shit, it's going to come out. Right. It might be bad, but it's going to come out. Put a right. comic book. I'm like, like if four kids walk to a bank, how long have we waiting for that finale? And how long are we going to wait for it's that finale? I think I don't think people, like, they really can't get into that mentality. I think maybe there need to be some changes, too. Otherwise, but I told you, we would be three old men and be like, you guys heard of comic books? Like, you're like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, old man? They probably do that anyways. But I'm saying at least True. maybe they'll know about comics. Brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com, your definitive online source for all things Swamp Thing, featuring news, reviews, and a comprehensive chronology of the Swamp Thing. All in Files number one is currently sold out. Issue two is in production. Make sure to follow John on Twitter at DCWorldSwampy or on Facebook.com slash RootsOfTheSwampThing. That is RootsOfTheSwampThing.com for more of the green. Uh, we get three reviews. It's very long. This is a long starter. Yeah. Uh, this one first. Secret yes. Empire number nine. Uh, written by Nick the Mastermind Spencer. Art by Lonel Francis Yu with Joe Bennett. Uh, colors by Sunny Go and Donnie Sanchez Alamara. Uh, additional art by Rod Rice and the uh, Colbex. Is that her name? Colbeck. Colbeck scenes. Uh, so in this issue, we have that. We have the. What we found out is, so here's the thing. Where I told you, I go if it's in the, if it's in the cosmic cube, that'll be okay. I understand because it's actually happening. If it's in Steve's mind, bullshit. I'm gonna call it bullshit on that. Like I don't need to see that shit. Turns out, it's in Cubic's mind. <laughs> so the Steve isn't fucking real. We've been watching. So you're still right. So it's still in the cosmic cube. Yeah. So like they fucking tricked me. It's in the cosmic cube, but it's in her mind. So the Steve we've been watching throughout these uh, dream things, he's not real. It's like it's it's just what her, her, thinking, her of thinking of him, and he's going to try to convince her to do the right thing and restore him. Um, but still, it's but, not which is crazy because it's inside her brain is having yeah. this meltdown, making this other person she's thinking of tell her the right thing to do. Do you imagine all these people we've been following so far are fake? Yeah. I mean, they're fake anyways. This fucking <laughs> I wasn't too committed. Real. It was three pages of book, so I know. But I understand any. now. I literally don't understand the point. Like, why not have Cubics? Like, she'll she hit away in her mind. I don't know where she's actually located. But why not have her be she's part the of the cosmic cube? Why not have her be part? Of, I know. Well, it, but is she? Uh, oh, she's fragmented. Yeah, she's fragmented. Well, okay. she's so she's not sure she she's like ninety percent complete though. If you get to my drift, because there's one fragment missing. Holy shit! <laughs> but she can't. Okay, so she actually can't exist. Right. I was gonna say, why can't she just like be there in the story and be like, right. you can see her having uh, this double. Uh, what do you call it? She's rethinking. Well, that like, was the whole point. Red Skull changed everything, then he shattered the cube so that you couldn't do that. She so couldn't mess with anything. No, I know, but now she's like thinking about it. By the way, huh. if you're fragmented, can you still like think? Or she had different minds. Is it a still I one su- mind? I assume, no, but I, I mean, I assume it's all one mind, but like your brain's got different functions in different locations. So there's Maybe. probably a different, this shard is something specific. Maybe that's why the flashbacks were so more like visual. And then as time went on, it got more audible. 
You know what I mean? Like there was more of like words yeah. involved because the cubes. Oh, you mean it went from silent panels to like actual right. dialogue? Right. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So like it grew in and who knows? I yeah. just I just looked at it and was like, oh, the Steve's not even fucking real. Right. So you were right, Marvin. Just wrong. Dream. It's <laughs> still a dream, or still in her head, not his head. Dream within a dream. Uh, but the actual issue is, um, so throughout it, Steve's getting into the suit and he puts the cosmic cube, or what's it called now? It's called cosmic cube still. Cosmic and cube. I forget. I keep messing up with the movies. Uh, Tesseract. Tesseract. <laughs> uh, into, do you think that actually they'll bring the Cosmic Cube into the movies and that Tesseract's just a fake thing? Because it broke in it and there's an actual gem inside. Or yeah. stone. A stone. Yeah. I hate that too. Call it a fucking gem. What's wrong with the gem? In the movies, they call it Infinity Stones. Fox has a gem. <laughs> um, I think a gem would imply like monetary value. I just think they think it sounds like weak. Hmm. Girly. Just like how, oh, that's what you're saying. Like John sounds Carter, more feminine to call it a gem. Disney also with John Carter. Uh, John Carter is called the story's called the Princess of Mars, and they're like, boys want. They're not going to go see a movie called Princess of Mars. Call it John Carter. So yeah. made, So I think it's a uh, Disney decision, um, or a Marvel decision. Either one mm-hmm. doesn't matter. So you know we have uh, X Men go to the or Emma Frost go yep. to uh, Steve, and Steve's like, she's like, hey, we'll give you this uh, fragment. Uh, as a show of good faith, and he's like, "Fuck you, no more good <laughs> yeah. faith." And what oh the my fuck? god! And uh, and she's like, "Good thing because we were gonna betray you anyway." Magneto's outside. It was a lot of more fighting, but there's a lot of more context. By the way, it. this is what Civil War Two should have been. Yeah, this I think it was better. Holy shit! Civil War Two, it's been well, way obviously better. everything's better in Civil War Two. Uh, the Taskmaster in uh, <laughs> Black Ant scene was funny. It Maybe made me I, laugh. I left it loud. This literally was the only thing. Cause I think I said a couple of years ago, like Nick Minster. I know you're funny on the fix, but like. Give it up in the secret empire. Like every single time you try to be funny, I don't laugh. This was actually funny, so I was like, yeah. okay. But there's Spider Man had a joke in here, and I was I was rolled my eyes. I was like, come on, yep. Spider Man. Man, it's not like Peter Parker anymore. I don't know what happened. Yeah, there's literally nobody who's written him so uh, lately that I've laughed. Mm-hmm. He's usually like, oh, this guy's fucking annoying. I think people read him more like Deadpool now. I think you're right. They I said do. that last week. I think people just read him like Deadpool, mm-hmm. as in like annoying. Like he's just uh, trying to pester. The bad guy, rather than actually being funny. Well, it's, it, to me, what Spider-Man used to do is the you know he says the jokes because he's nervous. Deadpool says it literally just to piss you off, and he knows you can't kill him. So what? Who gives a shit? He just says what he wants. Yeah, I can kill him. Uh, I thought the art was okay. There was a couple times it switched from you to Bennett, and right. you could tell there's a difference. But Bennett actually was better art than the last villain person they had. So. I really didn't mind. I was just like, oh, okay, it's a different style. I could tell, but it didn't really take me. It wasn't so different that I was like, whoa, what's, who's this new person? Like the last one was. There's a few things that took me out of it, like, but yeah. not enough to ruin the story. For the art? Yeah. Yeah. I thought more of the story-wise, this one was pretty slow. Only for the fact that, yes, it is a lot of action, but like Cap is barely in it. And like this whole time. Yeah, like he's beginning, the whole time. Like he's suiting up yeah, the whole time. And at the end, Wait, it's like. Dream Cap, though. He was there. That's true. But at the end, <laughs> it's like, cap. look at me. I'm Iron Cap. I mean, Cap. I'm, I'm Captain America. I'm Hydro Cap. <laughs> yeah. Why does he still wear an A in his head? I don't fucking know. Because he's not Captain America anymore. Just so people know that he's, he's Hydro Supreme. Captain he's a uh, Supreme. Was he? Hydro Hydra Supreme. Hydro Supreme. Yeah. Why is it in an H? I don't know. Well, I'm guessing that they just couldn't afford to make it, like, cut that little oh, point Oh, they just colored out. his helmet? Yeah. Like, that's a Hydra thing. So, Shit, we screwed up again. I can't believe there's only one more issue left. I know there's a fallout issue. That's yeah, a lot of exposition to do in one last. Somebody's issue. just going to beat up Steve, or no? Cubic's going to be like, "Oh, you're back." That's uh, that's all that's going to happen. 
that just watch someone come up in DDT. Uh, the pacing be done. for this whole series, I think, was super off. It's way off. Like it feels like uh, Nick found out what to do after issue four. He's like, "All right, this is what I'm going to do." And now he's like, and now he's but like, I only have ten issues to tell this." It almost feels like uh, I know you don't watch it. Let's cover your, this, that could be spoilers, but if you watch Game of Thrones right now, it feels mm-hmm. like they're like, "This shit's only got a couple more That's episodes. True. Let's go!" Like shit's going to happen, so a lot of stuff happens per issue. But so it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel as planned out as I thought it would be. Yeah, like I thought. Like you said, Cap turned Hydra how long ago? Almost a year ago? Mm-hmm. Or over a year ago, I think. So you think he would have planned it out since then, but it feels like he didn't know what he wanted to do with the story until he got four issues in. He's like, oh, I know where I want to go. And then they added an issue, which is the next one. And then they added an epilogue. And it's like, okay, so this literally would have been the last issue. Right. I mean, now they've changed what happens in this issue because of that, but it was only going to be nine issues. And uh, I don't think, he, like you said, like what? It would have been so rushed, and I would have been like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Black Panther was good. I like Black Panther. I thought he's pretty badass in this issue. Uh, who else was it? Thor? Thor was good. It was Thor good. His final change best, of... I thought. Yeah. Uh, Jane Foster came out of nowhere. Uh, well, that that was... The, I thought the point was that Doc Strange brings her back, because she got sent somewhere else. In another book, in Avengers, I think she gets sent elsewhere. That's what I was going to say. There's so many loose ends to tie up in one issue. Yeah. Like... Doctor Strange is going to be saving Scarlet Witch. It's probably not going to be in this book, but another book. It's going to be another book. I mean, all those things. That's where they're like, if you want this, you have to buy another book. And it's like, fuck you. I'm already buying an event book. I like the Viv and uh, Vision part. I'm biased. But uh, zero, one, oh, one, oh, one, oh, one. (laughs) Let's share the virus. Um, (laughs) That'll be in Champions, probably. No, I didn't. Yes. Well, I was. Was was there a Misty? I did watch the end of Rocky and then I read this, so I don't know. Uh, but I thought it was it was an eight. Yep. It was not one eight. of the best I issues, but it's definitely better than the beginning of the series. Or like yeah. I've still en- yeah. I've still enjoyed this book. Yeah. I was entertained. Yeah. Well, would I recommend this whole thing to somebody? Uh, probably not. But I'd be like, hey, if you want to read an event, then they go, is this event good? I'd be like, hey, I give it a shot if you want. I think I would maybe recommend it for yeah someone who wants to read it or maybe is dedicated enough to read the first three issues plus the zero and the free comic book they had those first six issues of shit and then you get to four we're like oh this is actually pretty good five was decent six was shit seven great maybe that's steve rogers issue one if you read that and you're like oh cool i want to see where this goes then you read it but if you're just like oh is this a good event there's better better events you can read Agreed. i think it's not bad it's not bad though i mean mm. we've literally our judging this based on the last one though the civil war too like that was horrible yeah so now we're like, oh, this is better. But yeah, so that's yeah. Good. it's not as bad as the last one. But that's because uh, no offense, to, oh, kind of offensive to Bendis. He kind of just assassinated characters by who they were to begin with to make it fit in the story. Where at least I find that Spencer's at least kind of giving you that boost of this is who this character is supposed to be, and this is so far. Yeah, he's written that. a lot of characters right. Captain Marvel, Black Panther, uh, Steve. I think even though he's changed. It's still like how Steve would be if he was Hydra. Yep. Uh, Sam Wilson, um, you know, Winter Soldier. Um, Honestly, I thought Bendis character Thor. assassinated everybody. Yeah, I so. think Bendis was more like I need character. This this is my antagonist. This is my protagonist. They need to do this, and he's like, who can I put in there? Oh, Captain Marvel's having to be coming out. We'll make it her. Yep. Mark Miller should have wrote that book. Yeah, <laughs> he's too busy. Netflix bought him out. Of course. What you did know, you guys give it? I give an eight. I give an eight. eight. We said eight. It's oh, all okay. the same. Crazy time. eight. Of course, of course. You know what else we got this week? Uh, Daredevil number 25, written by Charles Soule. Art is Alec Morgan, and colors is Matt Mila. 
You know what is not good about this book? Uh, that art is horrendous. Horrible. Yeah, it's not good at all. <laughs> uh, I told Alex before you got here, I was like, there's one moment in this comic at the end when he gets his new suit, which normally would be like, oh, fuck yes. We're back, baby. But in this book, by that point, the art, I was just like, this is like horrible. Like, I can't. Yeah. I, the, the Him going back into his original suit should have been drawn by Ron Garney. Like, if I would have seen that, I'd be like, yes, we're back. But there's something about the art that was just like so off that I was like, ah, who cares? Uh, Tombstone looked horrible. Tombstone looks he horrible. He looks like a freaking rock. Foggy looks like like he's 85 years old. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, Matt looks like he's some vampire. He's <laughs> super pony nose, teeth, sort of super pony. Uh, a lot of the courtroom scenes are just like color. Oh, by the way, speaking of courtroom scenes, what are you guys thinking when they were the judges were fighting him? That was I, some that, fucking weird shit. Oh, really? Because that, that was actually the one part I thought was good. Oh, really? I thought it was it's, creative, is that if, but I thought it was hard to follow. I yeah, felt, so I, did I. I felt that it was, um, what is the name of the other attorney, the bad guy attorney? Legal. Uh, the legal. legal. Yeah. I assumed that was legal, legal's yeah. response to everything that he had said. And so everything he said was beating the shit out of him because he gets the final word on him and he kicks him. Yeah, but even like the judges were fighting him because they. No, had I know, but I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm assuming that the judges were pointing. Well, out. I mean, I understand the, the concept. It's like yeah. he's like real like he's dodging figuratively yeah. fighting them. But I thought it was like on the nose. I was just like, okay, uh, yeah. I would have rather actually seen not that. Yeah, I was, it played out. I was ready his, for uh, his lawyer skills. Yeah. not like oh, I'm Daredevil as Matt Murdock. I was but ready I get, for a figure man. I get the point of the issue is like. I'm Daredevil, but I'm also Matt Murdock. You know, it's like, well, no, but that's what I mean. Shit. Like, they really didn't show this issue. It was just like yeah. that fighting scene. He was still Daredevil. Yeah. It's like, where's Matt Murdock? Where's the, well, then, then Daredevil sucks. Cause you got the shit. Kid <laughs> I know he did. So, and then even like his closing remarks, they like cut him off early and they cut to the new story. He won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. I did like all the, like you said, during that part, um, it was hard to follow, but I think it was hard to follow just cause there's a lot of actual legal jargon. Right. And I was like, I'm sure Charles still knows what this means, but. I'm just going to kind of skate over these words. I don't know what it means. Right. Um, I'm sure if I wanted to learn about the court system, I could read that and look into it. But what do you guys think about the MacGuffin at the beginning where he's like, I could have done this case way earlier, but I wanted to do it in the Supreme Court. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? And kind of that uh, Matt Murdock is kind of a narcissist. Like he knows he could have done this, choosing to do it on this big stage to go, hey, look at me, everybody. Well, I think it was more because when it's Supreme Court, like then that's the rule. Like mm-hmm. there's no way you can't you can't take it to court again. And I think yeah. he was just like, let's just yeah. get it done. Like let's make it the rule. He says that let's make it the rule. So I understand, but like, uh, I expected a, a bigger to do with us going there. Yeah, not but, much in the Supreme Court. No, like, I mean, it really, like you said, this book was on the nose. Everything that I I expected him to win, had he lost, it actually would have been more of like, holy crap. I never found Tombstone to be the smart guy to be like, I knew you wouldn't do anything. Like, I'm going to stay behind, especially the way he was scared. Oh, by the way, that scene frustrated the hell on me on a storytelling standpoint because the uh, the speech from the phone was like super bold and big. And the speech from Tombstone was really small. And I was like, should it be the other way around? Yeah, I agree. I was always confused. I was like, yeah. why is he fucking talking like he's on the phone to himself? Yeah. I was like, why is he talking soft and the phone's super loud? It should have been the other way around. I assumed he was inebriated. To an extent, I mean, he's probably been, he's you been talk drinking. S- you talk softer when you're drunk? Uh, to be fair, I'm sure he is so almost blacked out hammered that he's just like, whatever. Maybe he's 
So almost in the grave. I know it, it was kind of ruining the issue for me because I was expecting him to just show up and like, oh, you're gonna fight Tombstone again. I actually forgot about happen. him. Yeah. But well, they even mentioned in the book. He goes, "Yeah, I've already faced him twice. Once again, oh, that's right. Hulk beat the shit out of you." And then the last one, I forgot that he fights him in the bar again, like for two seconds. Yeah. yeah. So it was the last arc was so strong, and this has been like hmm, that. I'm just like bummed. Like it should have been this. This arc is enough to make me want to drop this book. But I know like the next one, I think Blind Spot comes back. It should be good. I'm guessing Garney is hopefully back this on. This made me think of uh, two things. One that um charles saw was like that he was told hey find some way to put him back in his treasure costume we're going back to legacy and he was like okay how do i do that and he was just like wouldn't it be cool if daredevil went to the supreme court and then quickly put this together because it seems so quick it's like yeah i it doesn't seem like uh i mean it's, it's not that uh complex of a story he goes to supreme court to argue that heroes can go on the stand as witnesses because they like are helping they're not harming the system and uh kingpin wants to stop that because obviously he's it's gonna hurt his market so he sends two people after him one legally and one actually on the streets to stop him as daredevil but he doesn't know he's daredevil um it seems simple enough but like there's nothing in that whole arc that maybe like yeah this is good but you know i i didn't I say it a lot. I think my big problem was that the art really did ruin the story. Yeah, I think I may have forgiven it. Uh, we did talk last week, which is which is more important for you, the writing or the art. Uh, I think in this particular story, the writing was good, but there's a lot, of, like you said, legal jargon that I got confused sometimes. Um, not confused, but like I don't know why I need to read these terms. And like, right. Obviously, it's more realistic to have them in there, but is it really good for the comic book? I don't know. But if the art was like Ron Garnier, like yeah, all right. Yeah. But uh, this one, I was kind of like, eh, no, nah, I don't know, I really like. So the, the art hurt the book for me. Yeah, I would have been like, oh, it's all right. I would have given it maybe like a seven. But with that art, I think gave it a six. Six. Yep. I was going to give it a six. Only actually prompts to the cover because I think the cover's great by Ron Garnier. Hey, it's Ron. Is he? You think he's coming back for the next arc? I do. Okay. I'm not sure, but like also with this whole suit changing thing, like making a big deal about that. So he. Put on his red costume, but then he puts on his black one. But then he put his red one on again. Like, that's just confusing. Why did he put his black one in the safe? To keep it safe. If he's not going to ever wear it again, just burn it or something. Yeah, but my my assumption is it's... You never know when you might need a suit. So it's not even for the fact that he might be sad. But the whole point of the story was, like, he's done with that Daredevil. He's moving back to being the hero rather than the vigilante. Uh, He's going to be a hero again. Right. And so, like, why would he be like, eh, just in case one day I decide to change my mind? <laughs> He's like, save that for, for a, a dark day in my life. But I'm, but I'm not even saying that it's a dark day. I'm saying that his red one gets destroyed. Until well, I understand, you, logically. Until you, yeah, well, that's the only way but I know. But you know, he's got, he's got 15 of those red suits. I'm sure he I'm bet his whole closet is just a red suit, even though I don't know what red looks like from 20 years of being he blind. He knows what red is. I know. I mean, I know he knows Smell what. It. Taste it. Does he tell us that? Yeah. Like he can taste it. And when, and smell and it? I think in Mark Wade's run, he could smell colors oh, or something like that. I don't know that. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Red dye, of course. <laughs> All right. Next book is. Come that on. might be wrong. I might be. I don't, that I don't think that's. I think right. it's. I'll look it up. Smell the color blue. <laughs> um, next one is Commandi Challenge number eight. It smells written, like the ocean. Written by Keith Giffen, art by Steve Rude. Uh, yeah. That's all I Holy got. shit. It was horrible. The this art the was actually not bad, but the story was bad. Even the art bugged me. 
Really? That was more classic, I thought, uh, for Commandi. Like, if you go back and look at some of his old stuff, like, that was very vintage. So that kind of reminded me of that. But the story, like, the, I was so sick of, sick of hearing Ulysses, Odysseus, yeah. Ulysses. I was like, fuck. And at some point, I feel like the wolves changed their name to Ulysses. And yep. like, it, it was, I know, I, I, I lost track of their fighting over him and you know the bug had nothing to do with anything other than it bit him and he fell of course yeah with keith giffen he is just so long-winded he just has to explain like god he doesn't let the art breathe at all and so i was literally like halfway through the book i was just like dying to get to the cliff i i almost wanted to just skip it and get to find out because they already referenced that there was something in the water it's like i'm guessing this thing's coming back Got to the end. There's the sea monster attack. So. Yeah. Be- one of the best cliffhangers. Cause it's not him falling again, but one of the worst stories to get to that cliffhanger. I like the story had nothing to do with it other than he got caught in between two factions fighting. I think the part that I enjoyed about this issue the most was Margaret Bennett's letter at the end. And <laughs> <laughs> how she uh, expects somebody to pick it up. Yeah. I didn't get this issue. You didn't pick it up? No. That's how bad it looks. You're going to jump on Tom King. You uh, didn't miss anything. I I told Alex, I looked at the shop and I was like, and I looked at the beginning and uh, I was like, oh, he last issue, he uh, fell again. Um, and I looked at the end of this issue and I saw what it was, uh, the, the sea monster. Sea monster. And I looked throughout it and I was like, you know what? Right now when I'm looking through this, I'm like, I'm like dreading reading this. So why even get it? So you're going to go back for Time King, though? I might. I told him I'll look at it, but yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know if there's really any point in me getting. I, don't know, I feel I like 12 reason, better be good. I think the only reason to get it is the fact that it is Tom King. Just yeah, to well, see, I guess we'll Just see. to say you have but it. I also like Eastman. Like how when it, I think him and Tom King get together, we do good. Sorry, side side note. The uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Dimension X cover had Ace Duck. I know that means nothing to you guys. But I, I only get the um, Eastman covers. Holy shit, it's fantastic. Ace Duck, AD. Um, I looked up, by the way, Daredevil. Uh, he can uh, smell the dye of the color. Okay, that's different if it's taste wet. It, and uh, he also can feel like if it's uh, black, it gets hotter than other colors. So, okay. well, I, I, I can do the two without being he black. Pro- so he's probably not, he doesn't have the full spectrum of color, but he can see some. So you're saying that he was making a pizza and he burnt his fingers. That's why. Uh, <laughs> so what did you guys like? Oh, that's why I'm wearing. What black. do you guys give uh, chemicals were in that pizza? So this wasn't good at all. I saw that no, it was basically it was not enjoyable. I'm going to give it a three. Oh. I'll give it a four. I enjoyed the art. What do you think? Of the, you like the art? I did. did. You like it? No, I even I the, couldn't tell. Like I couldn't figure it out. I thought it was more classic, like Kamani usually looks. Like I thought it was more there's, old school. There's something about it for me that was like, ah, I don't like this. But then I would look at it and be like, it doesn't look bad though. Like it had moments of looking really good, but there are other parts where what was drawn didn't make sense with what was being said. And it was like, this, there well, was. That's the thing is with Key Giffen, like you could barely see the art on some pages with how much freaking text. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. Like, so like you said, I, I couldn't wait to get done with this to get to my next book. And I, part of me was just reading this because it was on our list. I even thought about texting you going, Can Dude, we change? We should have done yeah, Black we fuck, Yeah, <laughs> fucking read a different book. Hey, we've done Commandi every issue. We don't need to, Well, now we probably need to do the Tom King one. But I'm, well, I'm just saying that since we do the Secret Empire every time, but if you're not going to keep getting it, you and I can, we don't even need to talk about it then. I would like to talk about the conclusion. Though, we've talked about the first eight fucking issues in this book. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> if the conclusion is like every other issue, or it's just like a story, and then it just finally like ends. Uh, would that be satisfying for you, or no. do you actually need it to be like wrap up the whole thing and be like, "This is actually"? I feel like it's going to be an oversized and like Dan, like 
Dan Didio is going to put like three, four pages of actual resolution of the story. I think I think you need to have a resolution or it needs to lend into Kamandi's getting his own book. Yeah. You should look and see if who's doing the last issue on the uh, app there. Um, but yeah, I give it a four. I mean, it wasn't entertaining. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Lazarus X plus 66 number two is called Binary by Greg Rucka and Aaron Duran. Art by Mac Chatter. And uh, oh, he did the colors too. So this is the story of Joaquim Moray. Uh, he was the Lazarus um, of the other family, right? And they were working Murray together family. with uh, Forever. And uh, here's the thing. The one thing I couldn't remember, because it's been so long. Um, I know he betrayed Forever, but what did he do exactly? So they were going against the Smay. Yeah, the big guy. big dude. Yeah. And basically, like... Forever was kicking his ass, and Joaquim stabbed Forever through the back. That's right, yeah. And then, like, they won. They didn't lose all their territory or whatever. So the Smay family, whatever, still, and Moray now have a union, and they are victorious against that group. But he, I guess he was told to kill her, and he didn't kill her. He just died. Right, and that's okay. why he's in trouble. Yeah, okay. That's why they're Because now trouble. this takes place after. There's parts of it yeah. I know take place before. Right. Yeah. But... Like, the main story is it takes place after, after yeah. this yeah. final so They were asking to see if he's loyal or not. Okay. I thought this issue was really good. Yeah, I agree. Story-wise and art-wise. Uh, I really like the art. and actually makes me want to check out Briggsland, which he does the art for. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's more political. or well, not political, but there's a lot more question about in this world, where is your level of morale? Like, uh, not morale, but like, um, where's your level of like, how you treat people, your humanity. Like this guy basically, so a, he and his brother were brought into this family. What is his cousin, right? Yeah, his aunt and uncle. Yeah. And uh, he becomes the Lazarus of this family. His uh, brother becomes part of, of the family that like is the power that is making decisions they have. Um, in that family, there's a sister, brother, and then a mom and dad. Um, we learn later on in the series that Basically, their uncle killed their dad. It's part of what the tradition was: is that one brother usually kills the other, kills the other one. Uh, someone, you know, the stronger one survives. Um, they find that out later, and basically, they have uh, basically a secret alliance, being like brothers first, then family, rather than family. Which is with the whole time, Marais were like, "No, families first. Families first, and for them, brothers are first. So. After he doesn't betray forever and like kill her, they're like, oh, can we trust them? And they want to completely, like they were trying to do with forever, make her completely, make him completely under their control so that way he can't make decisions on his own anymore. Can't be his own person. And his brother's trying to fight it the whole time, right? And then at the end, they're like, that, and then one of the brothers, their cousin, basically hates him. So he like builds up all this stuff to make like, oh no, he can't be trusted. We're going to override him. Well, then the mom says, yeah. No, you're fucking taking control. And the sister of that family is upset, obviously, because they're close. And uh, I thought, like, you know, this is, we see a lot with Forever, right? A lot about, about, like, how her dad treats her and all that stuff like that. And it really is, I mean, we can't tell if it actually is father-daughter or if he's actually playing her or not. In this one, it was kind of like, both of them were like, fuck, fuck him. Yep. He's our tool. Quit calling him. Uh, him. him. He's a, a hit. hit. Uh, even though he, in this one actually, isn't he like actually an actual person? He's not a clone or anything. No, he's, I, the way he's I understood like a cyborg. He, I say he's a human who got turned into, yeah, he a has cyborg. some parts. Yeah. yeah. So 
they changed him and made him that uh, made him a killer. They made him an it. Rather than did you guys think the cliffhanger way. meant that the mom was like the leader of the family, not necessarily the dad? The way I read it was like in Thomas Jane's Punisher, where she really does. She's she's also, not she she's not the face. She's not yeah, the face. Right. She is the one who's telling you, you go kill this family, you go do this job. Right. But it's always the dad who's the quote unquote boss. It's a good metaphor. I like it. So. Yeah, because if you if you think about it, like they're all doing the hard work, and she's always like sitting yeah. there at the end, she makes the decision. Right, she's like okay. family comes first, Nothing override else. them. Yeah, and they're like, okay. Where before they were having discussion, the father was having discussion, the cousin was, the brother. They're like, should we? Let's give one more chance. Yeah, yeah. They were making a decision. She's like, override them. Yep. And I was just like, dude, that's fucking cold hearted. And then, so I would expect the actual. Conclusion to come in actualizer's book. I suspect. I, I would yeah. assume so. I assume all these other issues we're getting are just um, side stories. Seeds. They're planning. Yeah. 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 I thought this was a solid uh, nine. I'll give it a nine. I agree. Did we give the first one a ten? We didn't do the first one. Oh, we didn't do the first we one? Didn't. We just talked about it. Uh, that privately. one was amazing. It was pretty good. I still felt number one was better than yeah. this. So I'd give this a nine as well. Yeah, that one actually I may give a ten. The first yeah, one. the first yeah. one, ten. Absolutely. And that was kind of like... So, spoilers, but you're going to read this anyways, probably. When Joaquin goes on the, uh, uh, the Carlisle mission? ship, yeah. and you see that person by the helicopter, I thought it was Casey Solomon, yep. and I was like, what the fuck? You're going to kill her after you just did all this exposition? Uh, Alex talked about then, like how he killed the dog, though. Like It was one of those things that I, I understood. Some, I mean, you take out everyone. Sword to the dog. But I get everyone. I mean, everyone gets taken out. But the first time I looked at that, he's going to kill. And it, even before it happened, I go, he's going to kill that dog. He had And the to. dog was trained to to attack i get right. that but it's just one of those he made a quick stab right in the heart and i thought it's an apocalypse dog doesn't piece matter. of shit <laughs> we did i talked about forever kills he you. could have put the dog in a chokehold and like knocked him out but i i heard to my see he was in a hurry i know every time i see an animal die now i'm like alex doesn't like it no. it was just he like hates this it now. i mean it was quick so it was one of those things yeah. was, it was like uh what's the movie with the uh will smith I am legend no, not not like no i am legend he what? chokes him chokes out the dog while breaks West. his neck no, he chokes him out. He, he chokes him out in a lock hole because he's sad he has to kill Seven his dog. Pounds. And he just goes, don't talk about that fucking movie. <laughs> what movie? <laughs> One of the most depressing movies of all time. Uh, I, but I thought, like, so when we heard that they were going to do a miniseries and Lazarus was taking a break, I think we all were kind of disappointed. Like, ah, it's going to take a break. It just came back. But I think these miniseries, these, at least the first two have been good enough. I'm like, oh, okay, I can wait. Yeah, it adds. I think it adds to the story, and especially... We'll be more well-rounded when we come back in after this. Yeah, I'm actually learning a lot of these people now. Yeah. Like, Who oh. wrote this? Greg Rucka and it, um, Aaron. Aaron Duran. Yeah. Okay. Because I had Durant. seen somewhere Durant. in there that wasn't Rucka. I thought this, can, this couldn't possibly Ruck, be not Rucka. I think Rucka wrote all the stories. He's like, hey, this issue is going to be about this. This is what's going to happen. But the actual people, the guest writers are actually writing the script. Okay. And like working with the artist to make the okay. issue. This is good. It, it, the first, the first coming into it was like, oh, this is a little, like a little weird. But I think it's it's weird because it's not the last. Yeah, I get I nervous each issue. Like I see the next ones about the Barretts, yeah. like not the ones that are lifted, but like well, the Surf Barretts, yeah. and I'm just kind of like, can you tell me a good story about yeah. these people? And I hope. I mean, I'm so far. I'm each convinced. one, yeah. I mean, yeah. like the first one, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna read about that, and then I read it, I was like, oh, great. Yeah, I think with Rudd having the reins to it, it's he goes, this is what it needs to be, but yeah. do what you want to an extent. So, I, I mean, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't know. You can't jump in this miniseries if you haven't no. read Lazarus. You need to read the series as a whole. Maybe the first issue you could. You could have the first issue. You, yeah, that's this more like... Yeah, this is like a continuation combat, of a story. Yeah. So the but, first one's kind of like its own thing. But you don't have the introduction that you do to Casey of her, yeah. without her. But so. I mean, if you just know she's you a, know, a hero. 
one character that showed up in this book that we haven't seen since issue 16, that nun, that sister. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask about her. Because remember. they did a whole issue on her. Yep. Yeah. The whole issue 16 is about oh, her. By the way, faked her death. You think yeah. so? Yes. Oh, yeah. If you, if, you, if you look, when you see the other woman, I think the other woman is dead. Yeah. But there's a mark that doesn't make sense. There's no blood from her head to the ground. It's just a puddle next it's to her. It's a puddle. Yeah, there's a puddle next to her head and then her head. Oh, there's yeah, you're right. There's like yeah. barely any so blood. So she's not dead. And the other one has... A lot of blood. Greg Arco yep. would have not wasted his freaking time bringing that person in for yep. two issues. No way. I read it right away and I thought about it. I thought he, she's not dead. No. So can I tell you what another great book we had this week? What? Hal Jordan, The Green Lantern Corps, number 27, written by Robert Vendetti and Rafa Sandoval on art. Uh, I thought this was amazing. Yes. That art was so fucking good. I'm going to say it now. So 10 out of this yeah. is my pick. This, give it a nine, this is my pick for the books we have this week. Yeah, this is my ten too. Really? Yeah, I thought it was so good. Uh, I thought the first part was way better. Like the art was so good, dude. The art was great. That's true. But is it over there? You need story just as well. I know. I was sorry. The story lie. was Hulk smash basically. No, but then also. the end. There's a lot of things in the story that I actually did like. So, um, by the way, let's first off we were talking about the art. The art, like the colors in the art, are like so good. Who the colors in this book? Um, but Tomei Moray. Um, God, these colors are so good. There's a mm-hmm. scene in here where Orion is like sitting there, and you can see like his full suit, and it's kind of like wrinkled right here. And I was just like, there's so much fucking detail. Actually, it looks yeah. like he's wearing that. Yeah. Um. Then we get to the end, right? And they're all talking, and this is the story part where like they're trying to figure out what's going on. They're like, hey, John's like, I don't know. I think Robert Daddy gets these people these four so much, especially. That he's like, guy, you're gonna stay here and stay watch. So yeah, he's like the big, uh, he's the muscle, the muscle, and he's like, you're gonna protect him, Kyle. You use the ring. You're gonna be the one solving this problem. Like you're the artist. He has no, he has no choice. He's the art. So, (laughs) and uh, John is taking control of the situation. Yeah, he's being like a commander. And how he's like, I need you to come with me because uh, what he's to say? Because he's like, he has no fear. So it's at the end. Oh, where is it at? It's the next page. Well, this part may, may be so pumped for this next issue. He was like, you took a lot of hits today. You good? He was an aerial chase to catch a god of speed with the survival of the multiverse right down the outcome. All systems go. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's how. He's like, he's like, all right. All right. He's like, especially when he was fighting the main big bad guy, he was like, yeah, I got him. Whatever. And that's, I was like, God, this fucking hell. Like this guy, Robert uh, Vendetti gets this guy. Yeah, I thought the team aspect was good. The part I just didn't like was the villain. And I get why he's there. And he's connected to Orion. But like by the end of the issue, I was just like, all right, what's the next part? Like this is not. Oh, really? I like. I, I enjoyed yeah. the um, how running into a brick wall consistently and even going, uh, I'm just getting loose. Let's do this. That's the that's, that's what I liked about it. It was like a guy that we knew he wasn't going to be, but he's like, so going to come at you. And yeah. that was, there was that one part where like, he's like, all right. He's like out of breath and he's coming after him. He's like, all right, just hold on a second. <laughs> he's asking for a timeout. Yeah. Maybe the part I'm being skeptical about is I don't know the complete story and that kind of bugs me. Like why we're even fighting this guy and why he's chasing Orion. Yeah. Well, I think that part. I, 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 I there's that, that question. There was that page where we kind of learned like snippets. Right. right. They had Yuga. that. They had the telepath come in. And then Orion's like, only the gods could give a shit about this. This page was amazing. Yeah. That it was on where they'd tell snippets. That almost looks like a a mana pool. It does. That's what I thought. When I saw it, I was like, this kind of looks like mana pool. And this page especially. Where he steps out his chest. Like, look at this. The detail like this. It scrunches up right here. And I was like, God, that looks so real. Yeah. Yeah. Never seen Orion's costume look better than that. 
Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, usually uh, the new 52 costume, at least for me, I'm almost like, ah, uh, I really don't like it. But in this, I was like, oh, it works. Okay. You draw it now for a while. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to see anybody else draw that costume. Um, the one thing that I couldn't figure out if I liked or not, because I shit on a lot of books for it, is the tie-in to the events, right? And they talk about the Nith Metal. Um, and they- I was fine with it, because it didn't feel like it had to be a part of the storyline. It actually felt yes. like it was its own thing. Well, the thing with Nith Metal is it's so it's like so rare it's like vibranium for whatever wakanda and whatnot so it's gonna be a huge i mean it's gonna span all of dc and i know it's like i thought that was pretty subtle like they weren't like shoving it down your throat like the metal that's what i thought too so i thought about it i was like it feels like it actually is part of the story like if this Mm -hmm. event was going on i wouldn't be like oh this seems like a d-roll the whole story that actually seems like a logical step for this if you have the new gods if you have something as big as this you know, the multiverse, the dark multiverse, all this stuff, they have to be involved. Right. And it's nice that those that stuff is happening in this book, where I feel like a lot of times when we complain about uh, an event ruining a book, it's like it's going to a certain way. And it's like, oh, no, this un- totally unrelated thing you're going to do now. Like the X-Men Blue, it did. Right. Uh, was it Blue? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you were like, I think you even said, you're like, I don't know. It feels like I lost an issue. Like, all of a sudden, they're doing something way different. Right. And this one, it was just like, oh, yeah. This, I expect them to be doing this. Well, didn't you, didn't you say, at least on the show, Marvin, that like Batman, all the writers of Batman come together to go, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is yeah, what I'm writing. Yeah, I think I read an interview with Jeff Johns that he, um, and I think he said that he learned this working on like Smallville and like uh, Flash and stuff like that. Talking about the best show on television <laughs> ever? America. Um that uh, he wanted to write comics like how they do TV because TV they get a writer's room they get everybody in there and they like work out the whole season story and then but like certain writers only write certain episodes so what they started doing with Rebirth was like the Batman team meets once a week and was like hey what are we going to do in these Batman books like overall what are you doing detective oh what are you doing here and then somebody would I think they give it a specific example but I can't remember what it is but like some detective he's like are you going to be doing that story hey like in that kind of uh, part of the lore, this is a part of it. I think I'm going to do that, and it'll like kind of tie in with your thing. And they would like work it out and be like, "This, this is a good thing because that way it feels more cohesive as a small part of this universe." And right. I think because that's what I think this is is that whether, whoever they got together with, whether it's other Green Lanterns, whether it's actually the um, Tom King and everybody else coming together, going, "Hey, this is what I'm going to write." Can you not Tom King? Sorry, Scott Snyder. Can you, you know, can you make this a part of it? Or if you're going to do your own thing, by all means, do it. But it's just nice coincidence that it's going on at the same time. Yeah, I bet it's I bet Scott and everybody got together and was like, "Hey, I'm writing this uh, metal story. Here's what it's going to be about." And people are like, "Oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna." If nothing else, feed off of it. Not even have to tie in. Yeah, there's no there's no it. way that Robert Vetti was going to have you know uh, Nith metal in this. It's called Nith Ninth. It's ninth. like Nth. It's not Ninth. Nth. Nth. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, like that. They talk about it. As in terms of numbers in that uh, the Forge book, right? There was an eighth medal. I always thought it was the ninth medal for the longest time, but they always reference it as nth, nth medal. So it has like um, a number designation. But I doubt Robin Daddy was like, I'm going to do that. And then the whole metal thing's about that. And he's like, oh, happy coincidence. Right. No, I bet they didn't think they talked about it. Well, I, mean, I mean, I'm sure there's a plan. I'm just saying. No, I'm assuming you're right. Yeah. This 100% <laughs> confirms, like, I didn't know this, but Mr. Miracle is not in continuity with the universe with by Tom King. Tom King said he was. He did? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, Why, because of Ryan? No, because Ryan's dad's still alive in that and dead in Mr. Miracle. High five. He just died in Mr. Miracle. It I was came like out before this. I know, but they might take place after this. 
Tom King said it. it. Tom King oh, said it. It does take place in continuity, and something's going to happen in it that will affect the DC Rebirth universe. Regardless, this is but he said the same thing about Vision, and the only thing yeah. that happened was Vivis and Champions. You know okay, what I mean? I suppose. And Vision's like a little weird. Yeah. Uh, ten. I know you nine. said nine. You said ten. I think. Uh, God, this book is just so fun. I think that's yeah. what it is. Like I had so much reading the issue. I read this after Daredevil, and Daredevil was kind of like, eh. yeah. This Mark, is the solid pick me up I needed. I think it was a spoiled reading Mark Wade for so long and Chris Samney's run, um, and even Ed Brubaker's run before that. Um, because I always felt like Ed's was like it felt like gritty and like felt like the drama actually felt like it meant something. And then Mark Wade was like it was so fun. And then now I'm in this part here, <laughs> and there's like court stuff, but like it feels. That Daredevil feels like we're jumping all over the place. There's something well, about like a, a super villain, and then we're going to, into courts. And it, I like the court stuff, but it's like in the mix of all this stuff, it kind of seems weird. The one thing about Daredevil that I think is wrong is that he hasn't found what story he wants to tell. He has either he's a really good arc or he's kind of a shitty yeah, arc. Like he this, has, he's not sure what he wants to tell us. We're this, 27 issues in, and it feels like there have been small solid arcs, story. But overall, like there's a story that's going right. on. Like I. Like there's something that like we're waiting. Like I know in the background now, yellow lanterns are trying to figure out a way to get back at these green lanterns, but all this other shit's happening. So like there's that. Do you guys read Superman yet? I yes. Oh, Superman. Oh no, dude. So yes. many spoilers for this fucking book. Oh really? Okay. Read, yes. I told you that. Read Superman. I read it, to. and it, it was one of those things. Is you know what the the tie-in with the nth metal? That's the nice thing about Superman. There was this tie-in that it has, has has stuff to do with other books. It it's not as, like it was forced into you. It, it wouldn't just, have been as pleasurable if I had not been reading this book. Yes. I'm telling you that much. I tell you That's that. Yeah, I, I agree. Say. So read fucking Superman. What else do we get? We get Department H, number 17, 17, written by Matt Kent with art by Charlene Kent. Or watercolors by Charlene Kent. Charlene! Hey, at the end of it, uh, Matt said that actually he might do more work for Charlene. That's her first comic book work. But it's yeah, good. I saw that in she the letter. She like Yeah. Because he's a little skull on the back cover. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I really like that issue. This is actually probably one of my favorite yeah. issues. It was really good. To delve into the friendship between yeah, Mia buddy. and Lily. We got a little more information, right? Yeah. Lily, we found out that she, they've been, she's been friends with... Uh, what's the main character's name? Mia. Mia. Or we Mai. didn't get to the surface, though. It was kind of like... You know what it reminds me of? Uh, spoilers, if you've never seen The Prestige. If you've seen The Prestige, the whole movie, you're like like uh, seeing the story. And then at the end, like, the whole time, this has been going on, too. And you're like, holy shit. Alex, have you seen The Prestige? Yes. Okay. Uh, so you see, like, he has a twin brother, right? And you're like, holy shit, there's all the time. Twin. Well, in this one, it was like, holy shit, she had a friend the whole time. And every single time we saw scenes before with, like, the algae. I think it was algae, right? Yeah. They put their feet in. Um, scenes. So we've seen scenes from Mia's life before, and she always was, Lily was never in them. Nope. So obviously, Mia doesn't really, like, that's how Mia thinks of her life, like, all these moments, but Lily's never been there. And so now we see it from Lily's perspective. She was there, like, in the background behind the camera when they took that photo that we've seen before uh, in the dark hallway while she's having that scene with the algae uh, that we've seen before in other issues and seeing that she feels like she's not part of that family. And we've, we've, we've witnessed over 16 issues. I didn't even know she like, Oh, she was a friend with him. Like she wasn't there. Like she, she wasn't, on, there's no evidence. Yeah. She and created and so the fair, cheater out of the dude. And say, to be man. fair, Lily is the snake in the grass. <laughs> she is cheating everybody and fucking but everybody. She, she said can. they made her. She is like very. She has so much malice. But yeah, we learned that right. So yeah. she's trying to have an affair with uh, Mia's father. No, no, her, no, her lover. 
Whoever the Alan. dude in space is or on Earth. Alan is the Alan. one funding oh, yeah, everything. Elaine or A-L-A-I-N. Wait, let me see this again. It's not her it's, father. It's Lily sends the no, emails. Yeah, Lily sends the emails fucking up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, yeah, Mia's parents' relationship. I don't think it was necessarily to screw with... I don't think it was to be with Harry. It wasn't legitimate trying to get with him. He was just, she was just trying to right. cause... She was having fun. Trying to break up the family because she wanted there to be... Uh, them not to be a family anymore so she could get in there. Yep. All right. Also, you know how Lily's narrating this whole issue? Like, the last page is the letter? Yep. Yeah. There's one line... The last the line? The last one? Yeah. If you read that, you should read that last line. Uh, I mean, so I know whole, where it is. So the whole issue, we she's confessing, being like... Uh, if you're reading this, I'm dead. Uh, here's everything that happened. She talks about the, you know, the emails. She talks about um, trying to, uh, she felt ignored, all this stuff. And then she talks about the one time in the oil rig that those people died. And it was kind of because of a mistake she made. And Q always blamed her. And mm-hmm. she said, I didn't kill Harry, Mia. I loved him more than you can ever know. But I hated Q with everything in me. Um, so we learned that, like, she hated Q, so maybe mm-hmm. she says, "Hey, uh, I didn't kill him. I was tra- uh, I've been trying to like I hate Q so much. I want to kill him, basically." Well, I think she's framing Q killing yeah Harry. I'd say I I do think Lily is a very valid candidate to be the killer. She is so evil. Yeah. So it has, say, I after mean, you after you see all the shit she's trying to pull and who she's trying to screw over, is it a red herring though? Like I know, obvious, right? the obvious choice, Could've right? Thrown at us just to just like be somebody else. Do you think that? So I oil rig. She said it was an accident that she had it expected before. She said, "I know I did." Um, do you think she's lying? They're actually believe her, but I feel like that was her domino tipping over over the other dominoes. Like I feel like that was her first like fuck up, and then she just kept fucking up more and more and more until now she dug her hole where she's killed the only guy that she treated as her father she's alienated her best friend like all these things it's just like tumbling blocks down oh i see that she was a fucker to begin with this was the real true time she did something correct and it's still bitter in the ass so she's like fuck it why should i be good right i'll just fuck everybody fuck everybody else i thought yeah right and wise that this issue was really strong yeah especially even like as a standalone thing the way it was framed that she was confessing like the whole time and at the end you saw it was her with the um, basically like an iPad thing. I was like, hey, I got news from the surface. I'm like, gonna go crowd in this corner real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the virus has spread uh, to another country. It's going all over the place. She goes, why wouldn't they let us up there then? I don't understand. Uh, do you think that was real too, or is she lying again, Lily, when she said that? I don't know. About she didn't show anybody the message. She was like, hey, we got a message. I I as of right now, and again, it may be the. The red herring, the obvious choice is that she's the bad guy. It could all be just words that he's putting on the page. But it, also, the little thing is Aaron is his name. He's yeah. being kind of creepy. The one that's in the water? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was with that? Yeah, the fuck? <laughs> he was just like, uh, so he wouldn't go on the ship with them, and he has his own suit. And then at the end, he just puts on his helmet, and he's like creeping like, on the water. Adios, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, when did he fall? Did he fall on the turtle last issue? Last they pushed him. Okay. Because they were doing COT. Yeah. Lily crazy. pushed him. Lily okay. and somebody else, too. Okay. Uh, the guy with the dreads. Um, Bob. Bobby. Is it Bob? I think it was Bob. Uh, I thought sure the Bob. art in this issue was strong, also. Yeah. Um, it feels like uh, 
Bob. I may have just getting used to the art, but I feel like this one was like, oh, they're hitting their groove now with this yeah. art. Now they know what's going on. There's one. Not that it's been bad. There's one face, and I realize it's just that's how he draws. He doesn't do the conventional drawing. But there's one time where uh, Maya or Maya's face, however you want to say it, she's got these ginormous lips. <laughs> I was like, all right, that that bugged me. But this book Girl's looked really good. <laughs> Uh, so this uh, water on the side, right, is raising. You think when we get to the top, it's over, or is the water or down? I think that's, that like the climax is when we reach. The yeah, like, I think I think either it's the end of this arc, or maybe we'll be done. Does you it know go, what's surprising is last issue there was none of those. Yep, I none checked of that water. too. Was water rising, so I don't know why they skipped. Are you that. sure? I thought it was. Uh-uh. Sure, nope. behind you because I, I I checked. Um, I'd read 15, then I read so, 16. Uh, yeah. In 15, the water has risen, but in 16, maybe the water never rose. Maybe it was 15, because there it is here, like the whole thing. Yeah, there's water there. There's one of them that did not have it. Yeah, because I, I, I remember... 15. I don't know if you have that. Do you have 15 around here? Uh, it's on that's one of those things. Okay, well, we can check later. <laughs> As it never. <laughs> uh, hey, another uh, reason why you should get the paper comics, because you wouldn't see this on digital. I give it a nine. I loved it. It was nine. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Solid. Nine. You know, I think we agreed, on, except for Green Lanterns, I think we agreed on all our rates this, mm-hmm. this uh, night. It could have been a 10 if I got a little more juice on the mystery side of things. But I like the way, it, like I said, I like the way it was framed. Mm-hmm. It was like a nice storytelling mechanic from, you know, telling from her perspective and where we're seeing all these things from how she saw it growing up and then her confessing the whole time being like, hey, here's the real story. I but I didn't kill Harry. I love Carrie. Like Q's the person I hate this whole time, and I was like, oh, this is a really solid issue because we've seen it from Mia's perspective for sixteen issues. Mm-hmm. We've seen Mia trying to figure out a mystery this whole time. Um, but it seems like that's like her like final will, kind of like last sacrifice. She's going to do something extreme in the next issue or two that's going to like make her, her die, but probably somebody else. Probably well, like Q's going to kill her. What was with the uh, Junior exp- Expedition team? I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. I just thought like none of these people we know. Right? I didn't. I didn't think. I don't think it's part of the book. I thought it was part of like just, just part of the other yeah. other yeah. thing. Hey, did you see next month the uh, little infographic is gonna be about the uh, sea creatures? Yeah, no, I'm pretty excited. I, about that. I thought I saw that. I was like, that'll be atmosphere. What I even for human was it like slow and like? Uh, oh, what was it? It's like we're selfish and stubborn or something like that. Short sighted. There you go. Stubborn or. Those have been the conscious week. Uh, Department H number uh, seventeen. Uh, if you want to go get get that whole, I think you can get. It's probably a couple of trades by now. So if you want to get that trades, um, or you can find the issues if you want to. Uh, Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps, number twenty-seven. Uh, Lazarus X sixty-six, number two. Secret Empire, number nine. Daredevil, number twenty-five, and Commandy Challenge, number eight. Commandy uh, Challenge, uh, eight of twelve, right? Yep. Um, you guys are getting the rest. Are you? I will, set I will, on it? I will finish it. The next out. one's Tom King. I'm going to finish it. Out. I'll finish it out. We're, we're already two thirds over with it. So just. Hey, I don't know why this reminds me of you. Know, you said Tom King. Uh, I saw that an upcoming arc of uh, Batman. After jokes and riddles. After jokes and riddles, and and I think there's one between it. Uh, Lee Weeks, who I talked about the, that Elmer Fudd that you didn't like, is doing an issue. The Batman. Mm. <laughs> I know you see it like it, but I thought I remember seeing on the show being like, get this man on Batman. He's on Batman. It's not my favorite. Go to RaymondComicsAndCards.com and get your comic books from your store to support your local comic book shops. Like I said, hard business. Uh, they're fighting bookstores out there. When you're fighting Amazon.com, it's uh, pretty hard. Hey, so. they got borders closed. Uh, <laughs> Amazon didn't. Fine. Whatever. Uh, they don't need to know that. 
Rainbow, comics and cards, looking for comic books, collectibles, board games, or any sports memorabilia or sports cards, the only place you need to shop in Sioux Falls or Lincoln, Nebraska. Visit their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Rainbow Comics and Cards, or their Lincoln location at Rainbow Comics and Cards, Lincoln. Or find them online anytime at RainbowComicsandCards.com. So, you know what we're going to do? We haven't done it for a while, so if you're a new fan of the show, you can go back to episode, uh, I don't know what number it is. I don't know why I even was going to try to guess. Uh, there's an episode. 26. 26. I don't know. No. <laughs> It's uh it it's it rates around the uh, forty to thirty, going that range. Uh, we played a game called Are You Hundo? We're gonna play it again for the second time on the show. Uh here's how the game works. Uh if you forgot or if you've never heard, the game works like this. There's gonna be uh three rounds of five questions each. Each question I'll ask to one of these two right here, Alex P and Garrett G. Garrett G. <laughs> Garrett G. It's my name. Uh <laughs> When I ask him a question, so GG. for instance, I'll ask Garrett a question. He'll give me an answer, and Alex can say the only thing he can say, no discussion, if he agrees or disagrees with Garrett's answer. They're going to be on a team. If he agrees, then I ask Garrett, okay, you want to lock in, are you Hundo on that answer? And he tells me yes or no. Which means 100%. Or he can, that's a chance where he can change his answer. If I don't know why he would change it if he says he agrees, but if let's say he disagrees, then Garrett could be like, oh, maybe I should change it. Or if Garrett's like, no, I know what I'm talking about, then he'll lock in and they get a point. Uh, they get a point for all the right answers, and uh, Marvin gets all the point for the wrong answers. We'll see who wins it in the game. Two versus one. <clears throat> black shirts versus the white shirt. Uh, hey, man in black has some lost too, by the way. Right? Different man in black. Yeah, I know, but that's why I called you. And so we'll say you're that instead of the. <clears throat> I can float, bitches. He's he's from uh, Dark Tower, and you're from Lost. Okay, good. Man in Black. Yes. <laughs> I wrote all these questions. Uh, that means I need to kill Corey, though, which is kind of sad on his end. But in my end, I still win. Speaking out. of Corey, who wants to go first here? I'll let you guys decide since you guys are a team. He can ask me first. I'll ask Garrett first. Okay. <laughs> what? Alex was like selfishly, but not. I'll go first. Oh, did you? I yeah. think said, oh, he can go first. I said, I'll, I'll go, go first. Yeah, oh, Alex can go first. Well, uh, whatever you want, Marvin. I'm picking uh, Garrett. Of course. Uh, not pick Alex. No, nope, Garrett. Soup Spider-Man, Peter Parker, is a fan of what MLB team? Is it the New York Yankees, New York Mets, Boston Red Sox, or the LA Dodgers? Was that first part of Joe where you're like, Soup Spider-Man? Is that your... Can you repeat the question? What? Spider-Man, Peter Parker, is a fan of what MLB team? New York Yankees, New York Mets, Boston Red Sox, or the LA Dodgers? Boston Red Sox. Uh, Alex, uh, do you agree or disagree with that answer? I'm going to disagree. Disagree. Garrett, do you want to change your answer or are you hundo? Yankees. It's not a. Can you read them? I can't. I can't read these off the top. Yankees, Mets, Dodgers, Red Sox. Yes. Boston, Texas. Texas. I think maybe I should say Mets. I'm gonna go with Mets. Mets. Are you Hundo? Hundo. Uh, New York Mets, correct for one point. Oh, yes, oh. that's what I was thinking. That was weird. <laughs> what the fuck? 
That's what I was. How dare you cut my fist? Yankees <laughs> seemed too obvious. Boston didn't make sense to me, LAF and, and LA was no. Yeah. <clears throat> the New Jersey Mets, of course. You can't deny though that first time Marvin said the question, he said like. I yeah, well, I just assumed he got a weird stutter all of a sudden. Got excited telling you playing this game against us. Spider Man, come on, Spider Man. Uh, I was looking for, I forgot. I'll just drop it in. I'll edit it. Uh, we actually have a theme for this game, uh, but I forgot to play it. That's on me, though. That's on me, Alex. Yep, <clears throat> 10 seconds on the clock. Not it. Just kidding. DC Comics held the vote to see if Joker would kill Jason Todd. That is a fact. Uh, how was this done by A phone hotline, B online poll, C DC editors meeting? Uh, where they voted, or D, a hand count, a hand count at San Diego Comic Con. Phone is by um, Colin Hotline. Uh, Garrett, do you agree, agree or disagree? 100%. Okay, Hundo. Are you on? <laughs> uh, that's correct. Two points. <laughs> Got it right this time. Oh, I should give you. Should uh, keep scoring that thing, or keep scoring your head. Either one you want to do. Uh, you can erase. So far, we're two zero, so I can keep scoring that way. <laughs> Uh, Garrett, T M N T was offered to which company before the creators decided to do it on their own? DC Comics, Dark Horse Comics, Black Mass Comics, or Marvel Comics? T M N T was offered to which comic book company before they decided to do it on their own? DC Comics, Dark Horse, Black Mask, or Marvel Comics? I'm going to say Dark Horse. Dark Horse, Alex, agree, disagree. I think I'm going to disagree. Still going on Dark Horse. You're going to lock in? Are you Hundo? Hundo? I don't know why. That's for a correct answer, When you, which you did not get. <laughs> uh, that is incorrect. Black it mask. is uh, Marvel Comics. Shit, I was wrong. I saw uh, Marvel wow. said, fuck you, and they said, all right, let's go make some money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think mostly because it's supposed to be like a parody of Daredevil. So like, hey, I can't believe you didn't put image on there because there was an image run on Turtles. But well, I was going to say, if he says Mirage, that would have been the right choice. Was image Comics Super Bowl? <clears throat> uh, Alex, in classic DC Comics, only one person would turn on the bat signal. Who was it? Uh, Stacy the Temp, Commissioner Gordon, uh, Renee Montoya, or Harold the Janitor? Uh... Hopefully this isn't a red herring. I'm going to say Commissioner Gordon. Al, uh, Al, Garrett, do you agree or disagree? Got to agree. Uh, you can lock in or you want to change your vote? Since I've got the agree, I think we're in it as a team. Hundo, Commissioner Gordon. You are going in Hundo and you would be incorrect. It is Stacy the Temp. She you said it in the original? Before uh, New 52. She wasn't Gotham Central. Yeah, that Gotham Central. That's what I thought of, but I was like, I'm pretty sure. But why do they always make reference that Gordon turns it on all the time? He does now. Um, because they, before they didn't want the police uh, to be the one to turn it on uh, and be like, hey, we work helping with, with Batman. So Should've the temp, because she could be fired and be like, hey, she doesn't actually work for us. She's no. a temp. Um, that is, what's the score? It's four, two to two. Two to two. Number five. Garrett, right? In Mark Millar's Old Man Logan, Logan is still friends with what superhero? Scott Summers, Clint Barton, Steve Rogers, or Bruce Banner? Clint Barton. Alex, agree, disagree? Agree. Pop, lock, and drop it. It's locked Pop, lock, and drop it. One point. Three to two. 
It sucks to be you because I read that this year. Are you only read this this year? After the Logan? Or before, before. Logan? Bruce oh, really? is, hey, what I was thinking about. There's about parts I was that writing, I like better. In. Was Bruce dead by Old Man Logan? Is his uh, offspring right that are he's fighting? No, Bruce is still alive. Oh yes, but he's just really old. He's the the big one that eats Logan. Then Logan rips out of him. Oh, I see. Okay, Alex, what emotion do Blue Lanterns harness for their power? Hope. Is it oh, you, uh, <laughs> fear, love, wonder, or hope? Uh, hope. Uh, uh, Garrett, disagree or agree? Okay. Uh, I'm going to hundo that hope. <laughs> Four to two, right? What's purple? Oh, that's avarice. Is it? No, that's compassion. red. Indigo is compassion. Yeah. Garrett, who killed Bruce Wayne's parents? Is it Joe Kerr, Joe Chill, Joel Churn, or Joel Chiller? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Chill. Joe Chill. Alex, agree, disagree? Agree. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Another point. <laughs> Five to two. Hey, speaking of Jax, well, that's Joe, but did you see in uh, Sean Murphy's uh, White Knight story that uh, yeah. it's Jack Napier for Joker? Oh, is it? Yeah, that's his name. It's Jack Napier. Like, cool. 76 Batman. Uh, 76? Was this, right. Or 77? What, the movie? Yeah. Uh, 80... Was it the 80? Oh, because, yeah, no, Superman 85. was 76. Yeah. 84. 85, baby. Who, uh, yeah, Alex, who created so, uh, Superman's foe? Who created a foe of Superman, Bizarro? Who created Bizarro? I didn't want it to word it like Superman, so okay. Who created Bizarro? Okay. Otto Binder and George Papp, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, George Perez and Dan Jurgens, Cal Allen and Jordan Alton. Uh, the Jurgens team. The Jurgens team. George Perez and Dan Jurgens. Yes. Uh, Garrett, disagree? Agree? Agree. Agree? You know, lock it, pop it. If he agrees, lock it in. Lock and pop. That is Hundo. incorrect. I don't know. I think it might be that Alton. Uh, Otto Binder and George Papp. That Allen team is uh, fictional people that I made up. So. I don't fucking know. I fucking. The only reason I said Jurgens because I knew Jurgens had written. Yeah, he did, but I think I that stuff. Nineties. Uh, uh, Cal Allen and Jordan Alton, or t- uh, t- a take on Cal Allen jo- and Jor-El. There you go. I made it up. <laughs> that one seemed fake. I thought that, but I was... Garrett. Yeah. Marvel Comics now prints Star Wars comics. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who had the license right before they did? Is it Dark Horse Comics, IDW, Valiant Comics, or Fox Publishing? Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Uh, Alex, agree, disagree? I will agree. You'll agree. Garrett. Do you lock and jock it? Are you Hundo? I don't jock it. I lock and pop it. Are you Hyundai? Hundo. He is Hummus. And it's a point. What's the score? Six to three. Six to three. I'm not doing, th- I'm doing pretty bad. The AG. Here. I got to catch up here. The GA. Uh, God. I like how I said there was rounds and I didn't stop after round one. So that's the end of round two. Okay. Moving on to the final round. This is the round where I... This is the round where I... I thought it was the five five questions. We're only up to nine. Oh, here's the last question of the last round. Or the second round. Uh, Then I'm going to fucking kill you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Even if he did. Alex. Still be down by... uh, Who wrote the comic Bone? Is it Jeff Parker, Jeff Smith, Jordan Thomas, or Jeff Johns? Is it 
Jeff Smith and Jeff Parker, right? Jeff Parker, Jeff Smith, Jordan Thomas, or Jeff Jones? Jeff Parker. I uh, agree. Confirmation, a hundo. Uh, incorrect, Jeff Smith. Damn it! <laughs> No, I but I knew it was I knew it was Jeff. I couldn't remember what his last name was. Uh, when you're uh, putting my point in there, yes, I know you're looking behind me the whole fucking time. <laughs> Look to the top right of that marker and see that it says Jeff Smith. Uh, <laughs> That's called not cheating, everybody. <laughs> that was the end of the second round, and on to the third round. Five points on the line. What is the score? Six to four. Six to four. This is where it becomes seven. Uh, six to nine. This is where I get up ahead. Doubt it. Uh, Garrett, who created Professor X? Is it Stan Lee and Jack Kirby? Stan Lee and Steve Ditko? Joe Simon and Jack Kirby? Or Jack Kirby by himself? I'm going to say Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Alex, agree or disagree? I'm going to agree. Garrett, are you Hundo? Are you a Hyundai? Hondo Hondo. Are you E Hondo? Nice. You are. Okay. Uh, incorrect. Stanley and Jack Kirby. Damn. They created X Men, so they created Professor X. Five to, five to six. <laughs> but I thought you're catching up. Alex, who wrote Preacher? Is it Tom King and Mitch Gerrits? Warren Ellis and Steve Dillon? Steve Dillon and Brian Kivon? Or Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon? Uh, Ennis and Dillon. Ennis and Dillon. You agree? Hondo. Hondo. Uh, that's a point. We're safe. Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon. Seven to five. Fuck, I wish this was for Alex. Uh, Garrett. You make the rules on who you're reading it to. I know, but I wasn't. I can't look this far down. Oh, Alex is going to get this one. Uh, Watchman uses a grid of how many panels per page? Is it seven, six, twelve, or nine? How many panels per page is Watchmen? Seven, six, twelve, or nine? I'm say nine. Alex, agree, disagree. Seven, six, twelve, or nine? Nine, agreed. Agree, you're going to lock it in, Hundo. It's a point. Yes. Got 12 almost yep, through. I know. I, yep. was like, I was like, that'd be two small panels. What's the score? Eight, five. When I see Dr. Mahan's blue junk, <laughs> that's on one ninth of that page. Yep. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Who is the writer from hell? Oh, from hell. <laughs> Who's the writer from hell? <laughs> Anosente. Yeah, I, was like, I don't know the right answer. I think that's an opinionated one. Who's the writer? Who is the writer of From Hell? Is it Warren Ellis, Chuck Dixon, Alan Moore, or Bellfinger? I've never read this book. The book's called From Hell, right? You know, if you pay attention to the show, we talked about it two weeks ago. I'm gonna go. No, Alan, no, three weeks ago. I'm gonna go Alan Moore. Uh, do you agree or disagree? Couldn't agree more. Fuck it. We're going to go You're hundo. You're it in? Alan Moore, point. Yeah. I know, because I was that when uh, a comic book was on our show? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tom talked about it. Uh, Garrett. Remember, see? Alan Moore's the only one that's like, yeah, He's we talked about him three weeks ago. He'd make hell. this book. Special rule on this one. We're five points. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cheater. Just last uh, question. What artist was on the original team for Doctor Strange and helped create him? Is it Steve Ditko, Jack Kirby, Dave Gibbons, or Joe Simon? Wouldn't it be Dave, Dave Gibbons? It's too late in the game. Kirby Ditko. Kirby Ditko. 
Pico and I know. And Simon was the last one? Joe Simon. Yep. I have no fucking I'm gonna go. Oh, no, 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 no. It might be also nice if you talk to the mic. I'm thinking. That's my thinking sound. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the curveball of Joe Simon. Alex, agree, disagree. And didn't he just tell me two different names? He's not sure which one you choose. Which one are you choosing? He said Joe. He Simon. said Joe Simon. So it's one person. Oh, this is the curb ball. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. <laughs> I heard. I'm gonna go with the curb ball, and I thought, oh, that means oh, curvy. Oh no, he just meant he's gonna go. Actually, C U R B curb. Outside the box, he meant. And fuck you, it's still only worth one point. You can't change Five points. <laughs> See, I, I think I'm going to disagree because I don't think it's... Okay, then it has to be Kirby or Ditko. But you can still do whatever you want. I know, but I'm just I'm thinking. He's just saying this for the game. <laughs> so the one was Kirby. <laughs> Going Ditko. Ditko, lock it, pop it for five points. It's Ditko. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Mm, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yes. Boom. <laughs> what was the final score? A lot. 14 to, to 5. 14 to 5. That is RU Hundo. Uh, yes. The last game I also played Auto Eclipse. I was going to do Auto Eclipse, but I forgot. So. <clears throat> Sorry, you only got trivia questions. So you're not. I don't know why I turned that off. <laughs> so you're not Hundo. <laughs> We're done with this show. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. We won for going home. <laughs> uh, those, that, was, that was pretty good. I'm going to go take like, winnings like out of your fridge. That was a fun game. It's nice when we work together and I don't get the shit kicked out of me. You actually did better than I thought you would. The Watchmen thing I thought I was throwing you. But it was close. You, when you put the 12 in, it, it threw me off. People talk about a lot. And we talked about Mr. Miracle like two weeks ago. And I was like, hey, it's like Watchmen. Nine panel grids. Uh, so I was so hope, you hoping you up. guys uh, were paying attention. Um, from hell, I thought maybe Alex wouldn't know it, but I knew I was like, "Oh, I hope Garrett thinks this one because he'll remember." Um, but out of all those writer choices, no one else would write. The only one that made sense was Alan, Alan Moore. After you said, "I thought, yeah, he seems like that kind of guy who would write that." Well, I think more than else would write something like that. Else could, but. I mean, I think that would have been something that I would have remembered. If you would have put Garth Ennis, then I would have been, been like, ooh. Yeah. That was a good game. Make sure to uh, email us WednesdayComics605 at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at WednesdayComics. Garrett, Garrett2188. Alex Pastrello, also Pastrami underscore news. Follow me at Marvin underscore Saguero. And uh, also, Facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. Find us on uh, <laughs> what? I can look at that. I thought that was Alex Handicap Board. <laughs> yes, but from the guy who can't actually see without looking behind him. Why? Well, for some reason, I always think there's like a fourth social media that we have. Uh, we have ever since I had a pastrami news through me. Uh, find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or Google Play. Uh, subscribe, rate, review. Like I said, if you got two seconds, leave us a iTunes review. Puts us in the uh, mind of others. You can. Um, so basically, when you leave a review, it's like, hey, you might like this. Hey, dumb Good question. Reviews. Where yeah. does. Uh, you can say that for everything you say. I was kidding. <laughs> where does Zemo keep his swords? Does he have sheaths? Yeah, up his butthole. Holy shit. <laughs> I was wondering. I was looking at this. Like, oh, he's got two swords, not just one. Doesn't he keep it behind his back? That's because he has like a... Yeah. Does he? Okay. Like Wonder Woman. 
Uh, make sure to go to WednesdayComics.com. Oh, you know what I noticed? Do you want me to hold it right here in front of you? Would that help? You know what? This this uh, Podbean is our uh, provider, podcast provider, um, host. I don't know why I said provider. Our host. And they made stuff a lot easier about pushing out the podcast. Like it goes to Facebook automatically, Twitter automatically, YouTube automatically. Don't got a lot of work anymore. Remember when I first started, we first started doing the show, I would be like, oh, fuck, I got to post it here. I got to post it here. And I have to find a picture and I would have to like add notes everywhere and copy paste, copy paste. Um, a lot of automation now. Only thing, only thing that's bad about that that I didn't realize the last two weeks, and I'll go and fix it. Uh, haven't been updating the website WednesdayComics.com because <laughs> there's an auto push it. So for it's all they know, sitting in the Phantom Zone. For all they, waiting. for all they know, the last thing we talked about was Mr. Miracle <laughs> number one. Oh, boy. oh wow, <laughs> that was like two episodes ago, right? Yeah, it was only two weeks ago. I'll get them all up there. We'll have a barrage. That was only last week. We talked about Mr. Miracle. Speaking last of YouTube, we talked about it this week too, but we didn't talk about the book. The book was two weeks ago. Um. Speaking of YouTube, if you want to find the video, you guys have found it. If you're looking at me right now, you're looking at him. Looking at him, of course. Looking at you. Uh, but if you're listening to this and you want to see the video, uh, YouTube.com and search for Wednesday Comics. Uh, we still haven't got that hundred yet, so we can get that URL. Right. Lock it. If you know, here's what you got to do. When we first started the show, too, we had you do this audio-wise, and some people did, and it's pretty great. Uh, go Give to your, us hearts. Go to your grandma's house. Logins. I get 300 likes on YouTube, then I get to punch Alex in the balls as hard as I can. <laughs> agree? I don't agree. Hondo, are you locked in? Go to your friend's, go to your friend's house. In. Go to your, For the show. Go to your friend's house. Go to your uh, relative's house. Go to your grandma's house. Uh, no still Log into shoes. their YouTube and subscribe to the show. Uh, they want to see it, too. This is the number one show in the uh, 34 to 75 uh, market. You think anybody, uh, you think when you're 75, you'll be still reading comics? Oh, your eyes will be gone by then. My, my, I'll be like Led Dent from Tokyo Ghost. I think, that fucking shit jammed say, into my I head. To be fair, I think by then we'll just be automated to read everything. I've read yeah. everything in the world. Oh, well. Can you imagine that Wednesday comes in and it's like uh, 30 seconds? Like, mm, good comics. Okay. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> I got 23.3 hours left. Like, like the Matrix when she's, yeah, it's when she's the Matrix. forced to, or she learns all the, uh, was the helicopter maintenance and. I was going to say when Neo was like, uh, he's like, how are you doing? He's like, more. He just gives him more stuff. To, he's just like, that's a good one. Except betrayed by him. Full story. Matrix joke. Uh, a for, reference. Once, I'm surprised. I didn't even know you watched that movie. Yeah. For Wednesday Comics, I've been Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone. Keep turning those pages. Marvin. Marvin, I know I'm late. I know you guys uh, filmed on Thursdays. It's Friday. But hey, hey, I got all my comics read. You know, it's amazing. I did it all, all three of them. Yeah, Batman Shadow, uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter, and, of course, Mother Panic. Great books. Great books all. Of course, Shirtless Bear Fighter, the best by far. I got to tell you, though, Marvin. Marvin, I'm telling you, you are super duper. Being a dad, reading all those comics, I don't know how you do it. I'm brand new to the club. I'm barely awake. I barely got my comics done, all three of them. You guys are just outstanding. I got to tell you, oh, we'll go take a nap, Marvin. Marvin, you guys have a big day.